translate it. That would be awesome. You know what I was thinking in general, and it's just intros in general that we both can all can share off on. Yeah. You know, just like, hey, I have something interesting to add. I don't have anything this week, but just hypothetically. <laughs> it's just a brainstorming. <laughs> yeah. But if you wanted to pull out a kazoo and do the final countdown, count me I'm, in. I'm here for, that for it. one time. <laughs> Excuse me? You're like, if I'm going to make the financial investment. <laughs> Okay. Um, hey, everyone. Welcome to Community Roots, a place where we gather in community to talk about mental health so we can travel the journey of life together. I'm Samuel Richards. I'm Julie Richards. I'm Sarah Wakefield. I'm glad I got you with the financial investment of a kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> or we can maybe guess from this, if my jokes are this funny, maybe Sarah didn't get enough sleep last night. Or <laughs> something. Uh, I just good. had an image also arrive of like, well, I could get the bulk back of Zeus <laughs> and then we could all do it together. Uh, oh, goodness. You I know, like how we both sighed simply... at the same time, Samuel, you and I both. Nobody yeah. likes uh, the <laughs> Yeah, then it's mm. going to turn into slide whistle. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, yeah, it is funny. Um, you know, the mental health tips you didn't expect to read in a book from like a psychologist, but playing the final countdown on kazoo to kind of release tension. A reset. A reset. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm present. Yeah, uh, I'm here for it. You know, something uh, we were talking about as a group, um, just in general over our chats, was, you know... Um, how to t keep in touch with your body. Uh, I, I was feeling a little exhausted earlier this week and just trying to be able to identify where that's coming from, you know, uh, is this just me kicking back or is this, you know, something deeper? Is it something funky I ate, you know? Um, and that kind of sparked a conversation about, you know, continuing to talk with our bodies and what that looks like and what that sensation is like. And, you know, the day to day. Well, specifically what comes up for me is what then do we make up about ourselves if we are feeling so tired? Like we're listening to what our body is saying. We know that we're tired. We're drained. Is it we're overworked and we don't have enough like time for recharge and rest? Or is it that all of this pile up of stress is kind of taking a toll where we're feeling more depressed, more anxious. Anxiety is extremely exhausting because it, in essence, is our sympathetic nervous system is on overdrive. It's, it's constantly running at a higher rate and we're not meant to stay in that mode all the time. So if that's what's going on, anxiety or depression, what do we need to do to take care of ourselves? But then also, what are we making up about ourselves? What's the narrative we say about our sense of self when we're struggling like that? Do we have kindness and compassion to kind of nurture a slowing down or a downshift where we can feel cared for and and loved with compassion? Or do we more go into a pathway of 
kind of self-deprecating, I'm lazy, I'm stupid, why can't I do anything? I'm not motivated. That makes sense, you know? Um, and two, how they would compile in situations. Like, basically, it's like a spiral on top of, uh, like, almost, you know, the mental or physical strain that comes with anxiety or being anxious or stressed combined with like a self-deprecating that seems like they both could even so I guess maybe in those moments self-talk I, I feel like I catch myself easiest in self-talk because I'm actually like reflecting in some ways and mm -hmm. so it's easy to catch a spiral to be like hey I'm normally pretty positive and this isn't a very positive you know feedback mm -hmm. um, but what are some other ways you know what are what helps you do that, Samuel? I'm curious of like, it sounds mm -hmm. like you have an awareness of what that feedback loop is that's coming to you. That inner coach is a little grumpy that day or something where you're like, wait a minute, normally I'm kind of able to roll with things or feel a more positive outlook. You can tell that something shifted, it sounds like. Sure. What connects you into knowing what feedback is coming back to you from that inner voice? Um, I do kind of what I was saying. Here's here's where I think maybe we should turn it into a little bit of a trail mix. Um, but uh, I do wonder, I, I my internal dialogue is normally pretty positive. Hmm. But I can tell whenever I'm in like a stress loop. It doesn't really come out across as self-deprecating, but more as um, just kind of continual like, Ah, oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. I should worry about this. <laughs> you know, uh, almost like picking up like, you know, almost like if you're at work and there's just too much on your desk where you're, you know, like, cool, I knocked that off the list or here, I, I will do that tomorrow. And then you look at the rest of your desk and it's just like covered in papers. Um, so I guess in those moments where, or I also take some time, even in the show or in conversation, I try to add some comedic little flair. And so if I go th too many thoughts without hearing a little joke or kind of chuckling at something, that's whenever I, my red flag goes up. And just, this is something I was talking about in deep breath too, like taking those moments to just kind of recenter. Like sometimes I do check in with myself. And so that when that check-in says, hey, something's not really right, then I'm like, oh, okay. It wasn't even necessarily a spiral yet. It was just kind of like a, man, I am wiped. And normally that is a physical, like, oof, I'm wiped mentally, you know? I'm wiped physically. That is some really strong self-awareness, Samuel, to be <laughs> able to recognize, like, one, what your normal self-talk is, and then to just to have the awareness of when you're not in your normal self-talk. I... I do have a great therapist for a mother, so that did help. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. And maybe, you know, it has taken consciously thinking about it and doing some meditation. What does that like look like for you, Sarah? Is there some, is there, what are your moments of catching yourself or like, what? What, what does that look like just to get some variation and maybe what, mm -hmm. what a sensation would feel like, or I don't want to necessarily put you on the spot. Mom too, feel free. 
for me, I'll recognize it when I've been, and this isn't scientifically, um, a scientifical, sci scientifical, oh, we're coming up with new words, um, the correct terminology for it, but grumpy. So sure. when I get, I can feel my body switch into grumpy mode where nothing is going like it should. Mm. And then I know, hmm, I'm normally a fairly adaptable person. Mm. And now everything that I would normally adapt to is a roadblock. So instead of mm. driving around it, uh, like I normally would now it's like my car is running over it and not saying you should drive around speed bumps or anything like that. But, um, in my body, I can just feel this irritation. And actually I've been, I was experiencing that for several days, uh, mm -hmm. earlier this week. And it took a conversation with a good friend of mine where I sat down and said, I am so grumpy. This is not going like I thought it would. And, um, for me, the switch out of it was connecting with her and having her hear me and say, Oh, mm. like, tell me more. Well, do you think it's this like digging in and like going through the files of my brain to say, where did this, where did this hiccup start? What was the initiating mm. thing that caused the grumpiness and kind of going back and reflecting. Um, but that's, that's how I know I'm going from restful state to uh, anxious exhaustion that that resonated with me too and i wanted to throw out a reference for mom because i'm sure she has thoughts but uh is the alexander and the terrible horrible no good no good mm. very bad day sometimes i think of that book once i feel myself going through like nothing's going right today you know that kind of like and then there was gum on my shoe and then like a leaf fell on you know whatever it might have been you just start compiling these lists and i'm with you yeah once you start getting that bad it's like hey normally i could just scrape this off on the sidewalk and keep walking or whatever it might be it's yeah that's so, that so true sarah like just being able to kind of untangle or make sense of what got me to this point. Like I'm feeling grouchy, grumpy. And so like in, in talking about your nervous system, that's kind of dysregulated, right? I mean, it's like, I'm not feeling okay. I'm not in my window of tolerance as much as I normally am. So that what you would call that dysregulation, even though I'm not in an anxious spite, like I'm not actively feeling panicky or anxious. It's like this low grade that just kind of slowly mm. escalates. And so you're saying that still qualifies as dysregulation. Wow. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. Uh, the window closes. <laughs> I mm -hmm. would see that, see that as your windows shrinking a little bit mm. and, and For those very who relatable can't see moms shrinking a window. Yeah. Like analogy. your window is shutting. And so the things that are normally just riding the waves of this is no big deal are suddenly bumping the edge a little bit more. Mm. Hence the term I'm on edge. I'm edgy. Right. Sure. And it's relatable. I'm certainly not picking on you in any way. I know my morning today 
I, I try to, um, I don't know, improve on things that I could do differently. And I'm curious what I can do differently in getting my bags up the stairs when I get to work, because I transport back and forth from home, my computer books I'm working on. I've got two different pairs of readers. Is this not a crazy stage of life I'm in? Mm. Like, um, and then of course I've got my pens that are all different colors and my rulers that I like to underline with. So all of that, I, I feel like I'm practically moving in for the day, but I want things with me that I might need. And so I'm trying to go up the stairs, lugging one bag after the next over my shoulder and it can really start because then they're sliding down and sliding off my shoulder and into my elbow. And it's not that they're heavy. It's just that they're awkward. And I'm thinking, how can I do this differently? But I can tell there are days that kind of it, the stress of it accumulates and my window is a little huh. Is that your check-in time with yourself? <laughs> that's what when I'm like. Able to go. Huh. I'm just like, can't I come up with a better system? Because it's not mm. that there's anything there that I wish I didn't have. It's not that I'm taking a stack of 10 books back and forth, although I have been known to do that. <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> denying that is part of my reality. But like something needs to, I guess that's maybe what I'm noticing. It's just like something needs to change here. Like I don't want to start my day mm. with my bags going from my shoulder to my elbow and hobbling up mm. the stairs as the start of my day. Like that's just not enjoyable. And yet I'm not sure what to do differently. But I, the point, obviously not everybody has the same scenario, but the point is checking in, noticing I'm more grumbly, kind of grumpy and grumbly. grouchy. Mm -hmm. and, but I'm, I'm just kind of like on edge. And so that's an indicator to me. And that's what I, I like to kind of look at it through that lens of dysregulation, because there's so much that can go in that category. It could be, have I eaten enough today? Am I dehydrated? Have I gotten enough sleep? But any of it is, am I dysregulated where I can feel the edges are closing in and I'm not in the flow of feeling um, present and capable as much as I'm feeling like this is grinding on my nerve. And that's a way to kind of subjectively describe what's going on in our nervous system. Hmm. It's like, I need to bring in a little more regulation, widen my window a little bit, pause, slow down. Who knows? Maybe I need to make two trips up the stairs instead of one. Like I'm trying, you can imagine taking in all the grocery bags, you know, like, why do we have to do that in one trip? You could do that a little easier if you went more than once. I don't know what the answer is, but the point is, am I checking in with my nervous system and noticing? That is really interesting. I, I loved how you connected the term, the window of tolerance to a physical sensation that I've definitely felt before, which is things I used to be able to tolerate, I no longer can stand, or at least are getting under my skin in a decent way. That's good to know. Because then when that happens, you can just basically self-care a little or self-talk yeah. a little. Yeah. Huh. And I do have also, an answer for your problem. I want to hear it. It's a pack mule. You can get a pack <laughs> mule and take it up the stairs. It carries it. What about a mini donkey? So like a mini pack mule. 
Ooh, now and it could be, also be a therapy animal. That would there be so can, sweet. You can write it off for taxes because <laughs> yes. it's your therapy this animal. This would be so sweet. Uh, but go ahead. Well, I have to remember my thought because I just went down the pathway of uh, imagining this little mule coming up the stairs with me. Yeah, I had to hold on to the thought, pack, mule, pack, mule. Because <laughs> I'm like, it would solve so, all the problems. Just so you could say. No, it's miniature pack, mule. What I was going to say is this helps us also <clears throat> interpersonally, relationally with others, because we can also kind of name or observe without judgment. They're dysregulated right now. Like it doesn't have to be mm. something I take personally as why are they attacking me or worked or where I would get in like a defensive reactive place back to them. I can see it. If I can kind of have this lens of noticing regulated, dysregulated, or even being kind of closer to the edge or on edge, that helps me understand what someone else is experiencing is actually their own dysregulation. I don't have to react to it, I could offer some support of co-regulation to them. They can borrow from my nervous system if I'm able to offer kindness or support or compassion or something of kind of what we call felt safety. Like, hey, it's okay mm -hmm. to be where you are right now. It, we've got this. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through it together. That sort of relational space that I can hold for someone who's feeling dysregulated. It doesn't have to automatically flip my lid to being dysregulated with them. I can just kind of see it like, okay, they're dysregulated about something in their own body, nervous system, day, stress level, energy level, whatever that might be. <laughs> I know Connie and I's code is, do you want a hug? <laughs> Just kind of like, I understand that maybe you're having a rough day. I liked what you said, Julie. Uh, we're in this together, I think is something you said, mm -hmm. or we'll get through this mm -hmm. together. Is that the language mm -hmm. you used? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't live with anyone. So I was envisioning using it on myself. Wow. Nice. I like that. That's a reparenting moment right there. Mm-hmm. Like and it. that's a good affirmation too, like, or even just a good reminder in your day to day. Like I got this, the Royal weaves got this. <laughs> yes, we have this. We have this. This is a moment or a couple days. Like we understand. What um, about like, how can I support you? That might be a good question. What's, what's the question to yourself? If you're asking, how can I support myself right now? You know? Sometimes I think of mental health as like just sports. I think mm -hmm. it was something mm -hmm. mom told me. Add more supports. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. If, and I felt that in my time to time, just like thinking about sometimes of my hard day of like, who can I talk to about this? And it's just like, hmm, maybe I need more supports in that way. Or how can I vent this mm -hmm. out? It's like, hmm, mm -hmm. maybe I'd, it'd be nice to go to the gym or whatever that support may be. Mm -hmm. And kind of what you're speaking to a little bit, Sarah, is, kind of parts work, right? Like we have a whole internal community of, I can, I can be a resource for myself and coach myself through like some of the self-talk you're talking about, Samuel, or me reparenting, you know, my wise functional adult part to my, um, 
younger inner child, wounded child, whatever it might be, kind of borrowing from that co-regulation that I've received from other relationships, whether it be a therapist or a mentor or a good friend or past experiences, because all of those experiences are actually in our nervous system too. It's almost like we have a, a bank of accumulated co-regulation that our nervous system can borrow from. Mm. So that Moments means we need healing. to have a bank. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And a moments two, of healing, hmm. moments of connection, moments of co-regulation. I like that. I was just going to say how sometimes, I don't know if it's just like part of growing up, but I'm just like, maybe I'm just incredible and I can outlast everything and never eat or sleep or do, you know, maybe I'm just the exception to that. And then it definitely catches up with me. And I like the idea of like, you know, a bank, maybe I can do it for a while just because of putting, you know, those deposits in with self care. And then it's just taken out whenever I go too far. We have human limitations. Right? right. We get depleted. We can't, we can't, we're not boundless, infinite, you know, can't do everything. We can do something, but we can't do everything. So it's like, sometimes we have to own our, our human limitations. And that's not a bad thing. That's actually a boundary that we need to set limits to say, there are some things I can do. There are other things I can't do right now that have to wait. Or maybe be taken off the list altogether because they're not the priority. Mm. Mm. I really like this idea of the bank. Um, and Samuel, you were saying, you know, like when your bank runs empty or you've, I think that's what you were saying. Um, and I was just... Uh, reflecting on how I think I used, I, I, I tried to pick through my tools and my, or my, my healing moments in my bank. Like, okay, Sarah, like let's, let's apply this technique or healing moment, or let's use this tool. And, and I still couldn't get through it. And I realized I really needed connection and I needed um, another resource that wasn't in my internal bucket mm. of resources or bank but I had to reach out to someone who I trust and work through that with someone. So an external mm -hmm. resource, mm -hmm. but you have to create those people or you have to, you know, I, I wouldn't have done it without years of therapy and also building relationships and building those mm -hmm. connections with people who I can trust. Mm -hmm. It takes a village. Yeah. It, it does. And I us. want to acknowledge how hard that is for people who are at the beginning stages of that. Hmm. When you feel like you don't have friends or family or um, where it feels like the mountain is huge and you have no way, no tools yet or no capacity yet. So huge compassion for all of that, but hmm. also how worthwhile it is to make those small investments. And I think the beauty of it is that it is small investments. 
over time. It's the little steps that do add up and that do um, give us strong support. It's not massive downloading huge things that help us. It's all the things all along the way that strengthen us and, and give us that connection for what we need to ourselves, to each other. All of it happens in little doses. I, I, I find like great hope too, in that. <clears throat> uh, yeah. And I can see that in my day to day too. And I wonder just as somebody who's starting out with becoming aware of this sort of stuff, like something that I try to do at work every day is just say hi to everyone or to just start a conversation. And mm -hmm. if I know like, hey, they were just out on vacation, you know, taking just a second to go, how was vacation? Just letting them tell me a quick story and being like, cool, well, that sounds great. I hope you have a good day. And then you walk away. And it's almost like you're putting a deposit into there, you know, just mm -hmm. kind of like, hey, I was thinking about you. I made this connection that I was interested about something you were going through, you know, and then, you know, even those employees, even as like I was having a rough day the other day, you know, somebody stopped me and was like, hey, I saw you did this. That was pre pretty cool of you. And I was like, oh, thanks. I didn't expect you to say that, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. thank you. And it's just like an interesting kind of um, give back. And in those moments, the deeper thing I think that's going on there is you feel seen. You feel mm. like there's a mattering, like, what did you say? Yeah. Affirmed. Affirmed. Yeah. Yeah. That it matters that you're here, that you exist. I see you. I'm connecting with you. Like all of those felt senses, like your nervous system is able to um, kind of tune into almost like, can we, I love this work where I'll just pause with someone and say, can you notice that? And can you allow some of that in? Like someone was mm. caring for you. Someone was mm. seeing you That's even true. in the smallest, like, like you said of, you know, when you get to work and you're greeting people or something, um, that small little gesture is like, so good to not be alone on the planet, you know, just like a way of, see even if it's the cashier at the grocery store or just something of a hello, or you're walking your dog and there's someone else in the neighborhood also walking at the same time. And you just kind of greet each other. It's just nice to not be alone, just to actually see another person and to mm. be kind or say something caring to someone or hold the door open or whatever it might be. Those little things matter. It's pretty wild. Just taking the time to notice something can have a pretty big impact. To notice yeah, and, it and then can you take it in? Can you sure, receive it? Yes, it's almost like a little part. gift in the day of, oh, can I let that into my nervous system? Whatever that means to you. I love how Adrian will say that on Yoga with Adrian. Whatever that means to you. <laughs> like just can you allow some of the goodness to land? I know we've talked about that recently on here as well like can you can you let it in can you see that someone is caring for you it's a moment of safety it's a cue of safety can you allow some of that it's not all bad stressful hard overwhelming exhausting tiring frustrating irritating 
grumbly, grouchy, whatever. It's not all that way. It can feel a lot that way at times when our window is kind of shrunk and we're dysregulated. But can we just a little bit widen the window a little bit to take in something that is good? I take that. Well, are we ready to do some thank yous, some gratitudes, some affirmations? I can do I did want to say, um, yeah, uh, there are a couple of people I want to thank for sure. Uh, but before I do, I do want to say like, hey, part of that connection too is totally reaching out to us. Um, we've got an email um, uh, that you can reach out. Uh, starting that connection, I mean, those types of emails go straight to our pockets and so um, if you'd like to, you know, just even say, hey, like, I appreciate what uh, is going on, or maybe I'd like this covered, or, um, yeah, something like that, we'd love to hear from you. So you can uh, email us at communityrootspod at gmail.com. Um, uh, and then, you know, if you're already connected, feel free to rate us on some stuff. That makes a lot of help. Uh, that makes a lot of a difference for, you know, getting the word spread out. I think we were trending in some countries the other day and I, I get the emails about it and then I forget about it. <laughs> um, but I appreciate you guys all around the world uh, for tuning in for sure. Um, I did want to say, uh, yeah, thanks to Steve Dodge for the theme song, to Alexander Wells for the logo, um, for you guys being here with me today. You know what I was going to say? I, I might start us off on our gratitudes, if that's okay, which is... Um, you know, we've really grown. I was even noticing, you know, Sarah, you said, hey, that takes a lot of insight for you to, you know, self-talk, all that stuff. And then you just totally were like, yeah, and then I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I, I like the growth here. And, you know, mom, the same way, we've been doing this podcast together for a little bit. And so to have um, the mental health journey and evolution of all of us, I think, is a pretty awesome thing. So hey, here's to the continual growth, but I think we're doing a pretty good job. Mm. I, I would say that's next. a gratitude. Go ahead, Sarah. That is a gratitude. I'm grateful, too, for those those moments, those tiny little moments that you wouldn't necessarily classify as, ooh, this is a healing moment. Mm. But it's a moment that you put into your bank that softens mm. and widens I think it was what you're saying, Julie, the window of tolerance. Mm. So, and I'm, and um, Samuel, when you're talking about going around and saying hi, or talking to your coworkers, those are really treasury, treasured moments for me. Um, Cause I do, I don't do the exact same thing. I'm not good at it every day, but being, having those intentional moments of asking, you know, caring about someone, mm. I don't know how it's, how it's possible, but the pouring into them, like, and I wouldn't even call it pouring into them because that makes it sound like I'm doing something for them, but giving, being intentional and present yeah. does something to me. It gives mm. me nourishment, mm. mental nourishment. Mm. Mm -hmm. Even if it's tiny, it can be a shared smile or, um, tell me about your, your holiday or, or whatever. Let, and then having that person let you into their life a little bit. I don't know. It's mystical, spiritual bananas that 
you can <laughs> benefit in that way from something like that. Yeah. I'm grateful it's like for you're, it. Yeah. yeah, you're more present and aware and alive in that moment because of that connection, yeah. which is so cool. I think I'm just thankful for this idea that humans are developmental, like we can keep growing, we can keep expanding and changing and becoming. And I'm so relieved by that. <laughs> like we all mm. need it. Um, I'm especially thankful for people that invest in that. And, you know, whether that's people I meet at work or people in my family or my, my life, but it's, and even the people I don't know, I mean, goodness gracious, the world needs more of intentional people who are present and alive and working on their stuff. And so I'm excited for everyone who makes efforts like that and continues to invest and develop and grow. I think those are my heroes. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Well, sweet. Thanks so much for joining us this week, folks. Um, I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you guys soon.